nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Welcome to this week's Nerdables, or I should say this week's Amazing Nerdables, since we're going to be doing our review of Amazing Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. <laughs> of Spider-Man Far From Home, which was amazing and spectacular. I thought we were doing Amazing Spider-Man 2. Was it superior? And it was superior to all other Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Was it friendly? It was very friendly. Was it uh, was Astonishing? No, they never did an Astonishing Spider-Man. It was, friendly, it was Ultimate. <laughs> Superior. Uh-huh. I think that's about it. Peter Parker. I feel like there's a friendly neighborhood. It renewed my vows in Spider-Man. Oh God! <laughs> I'm trying to think of some other ones. No, that's it. Yeah. No. Yeah. All right. Well, there's a symbiote Spider-Man. I was gonna say, but there's nothing really you can do with a symbiote. There's Forty-five million spider titles. Now. Spider dude. I'm surprised there isn't. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised there so hasn't been a spider dude. So anyways. Alpha's probably the closest thing they had, which is like, hey, everyone's going to love him. And he was just a jerk, and he died like two issues later. It seems like this that. film's been out forever. When it's only been out, what, would you figure out, 11 or 12 days? 11 days? 11 days, yeah. yeah. It's 11 days. I keep thinking it's the 14th. I'm already ready for the thing we will not mention. So anyways... Um, we finally got to see. Everybody got to see it. Yeah. Um, right, right off the bat. All right, Ethan, what'd you think of it? It was amazing. <laughs> Come on, you said it. Every time that. I go to Ethan, I feel like it's... It, it's um, you feel like he just makes the same joke that you do, and then you realize how terrible your jokes are? No, I feel like it's... it's it, I know it's so much better than I do. All of you have been amazing. I You just keep saying comedies in three, so I'll just say it's amazing too, and then we can just shut it down. Every time I, every <laughs> Thank time you for I, listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs> every time I go to Ethan for anything, I feel like it's from the fifth element when Chris Tucker goes to Bruce Willis' character and said, you know, hey, tell me what you think. You know, Corbin Dallas, what did you... And he, he says, yeah... You know, he gives that one word answer. He had two words. But Technically, that, with a contraction, well, it was he three. had three words. Yeah. If you hadn't Oh, no, yeah, you said it was amazing. It yes. was amazing. Okay, yeah, yeah. three words. That's yeah. pretty good. See? All right, Chris, what do you. Grammar talk with Nerdables. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want that. I get yelled at for doing grammar stuff. What did you, you think of the film? It was good. Much it. better than amazing. Oh, so Chris doesn't get the whole. Spiel because uh, if I do it that, then it's redundant. I just play everybody can just rewind and fast no, forward. No, I just see that Rich uses me as a punching bag on this show, so I understand. It's okay. Move on. So, anyways, we'll go back to the one where we talked about like your sex life, and it's the only episode <laughs> your dad listened to. Yeah, I felt so bad when he said that. Great, everyone's making fun of you. I'm actually trying to have a realistic conversation with Wonderful. you on air for yeah. no reason. Yeah, <laughs> he tell us next week. You know, the only episode my dad listened to last week's. Whoops. Yeah, sorry about that. That's great. Um, oh my goodness. Where would you rank it as, as far as Spider-Man films? It's on the top, I think. And it's not, See, I, 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 really I keep hearing it. people say it's uh, well, it's the second best. Spider-Man Two is still their favorite. No, I think this has surpassed that at this point. The story was very well done. Uh, I mean, because I know comic lore, I know the whole twist. Do you yeah. Do you Beth, I when Beth and I went and saw it, I totally re- didn't realize. That she didn't know who Mysterio was. Yeah. And she had been By seeing... the way, kids, spoilers. Yeah. Uh, 
but she she had been seeing all the things where where Jake Gyllenhaal and and Jake Gyllenhaal. and and uh, Tom Holland had been going to the hospitals dressed in their costumes. They've been doing They're all this. Buddy, buddy. They've been doing all this hero stuff. And we're standing in line getting ready to go into the theater in, in, in the popcorn line. And somebody else in front of us is talking about it. And I'm like, really? Really? They're, they're talking about how much of a hero he is? Did, have they not read the comic books and know he's a villain? Beth goes, seriously? Yeah, you're an idiot. She goes, I've got this far thinking that he is a hero throughout this whole thing. Yeah. And I'm like, really? Is, is that but but and that's the thing? Is that to, really my fault? That yes, because you also have to remember, not a lot of people knew the Winter Soldier was Bucky. <sighs> no. When yeah. we went to see, when Mikey and I went to see Winter Soldier the Saturday after it opened, and the mask came off, you heard half the theater, <gasps> and I was like, "Oh yeah." I sort of the same thing with extremists. One of the reasons that I was disappointed in Iron Man three is they didn't hide what the extremist right. was early on, because. As a mass audience, they wouldn't have known. If they had done some some trickery, it would have looked like a regular bomb right. in front of the theater or whatever the first time. Mm. And then you would have gone on Tony's journey with him as he figured out that they're human beings that are exploding. Instead, they went the easy route with, ah, everyone's read this. Yeah. Which out of those three storylines is probably the least read. Yeah. And, you know, if yeah. We're talking about Mysterio, Bucky as, as Winter Soldier, and Extremist. That was the least, but that's the one they gave away. Where none of the yeah none of the the marketing and merchandising gave you a clue that Mysterio, spoiler alerts for everybody, turns out to be the villain. We knew it from the start. But, but I made sure the same thing. I haven't told Melissa at all. She I, okay, wants to see it and she won't know. And she won't I guess know. with Beth, I because Beth's been you know she's read Spider Man comic books. She's watched cartoons with me. She's watched you know movies. But you also with... have to remember she doesn't she doesn't have the retention that you do because right. she's not immersed in it she's right not yeah. seeing mysterio three times a year and i forget mysterio is not one of those characters that you know is no. it's not it, it's not I a mean, green goblin it's not you know Mysterio's best story isn't even in amazing spider-man mm. it's in a daredevil comic <laughs> right well even like mysterio for me was always the the spider-man cartoon yeah. that was the one that's the one i remember mysterio from and i yeah. really enjoyed his well, he had, he had a couple. That. He had a couple really good arcs in that yeah. '90s cartoon. So he was. That's well, so I mean that weird. Which what he I was liked in the him. Sinister Six in in that cartoon. Mm-hmm. Um, getting back to rankings, the funny thing for me is is I don't rank Spider Man two as high as ever the people do because right. the middle of that movie is interminable for me. Oh, it's yeah. so slow and it's so terrible to sit there at the screen and go, you you webs don't work when you're not confident. It took them another hour <laughs> to figure that out. Yeah. Um, well, they had I to get to the point the where you put Spider-Man it. action up to that point, and you're in Spider-Man One ends up getting a little dated. Spider-Man Three is a travesty. Yes, and neither Amazing Spider-Man or Amazing Spider-Man Two are any good. So by default, Spider-Man Two was the best one until I saw Homecoming, and I actually still put Homecoming over Far From Home. Do you? Yes. Yeah. I think Homecoming is a much tighter film, and I think the villain is better. So I think I think both villains were done very, very well. No, they're done well. For Spider-Man villains. The, the thing with... What probably puts Homecoming above Far From Home for me is how excellent the scene in the car is. Mm-hmm. Because I did not see that coming. They did a great job oh, yes. of giving Michael Keaton... Is she adopted or is it a blended family? I can't remember. It was a blended family. Blended, blended family. Yeah. That throws you off. You yes. know, as, as insensitive as it sounds... And of course, when it happens, like, well, of course. Well, no, when, he, when, when Peter walks in the door. Yeah, that's what I mean. It, that whole scene 
when Peter walks in the door, that surprise, and the moment in the car is so well done. Yeah. You have me half a second going, he's going to kill Peter right now. He's, is this over? Is this, we're not going to have another one. He's just going to shoot Peter in the head. Right? <laughs> it was so well done, that's where I put it above. I think Michael Keaton was better than Jake Gyllenhaal. But that's the that's I, a I know. I, from I, an aesthetic point of view, for me, I put Homecoming over Far From Home. I put Infinity War over Endgame for the same reason. Mm-hmm. We'll get to rankings in a couple weeks, hopefully. But for me, Infinity War is such a tight film. It's done so well from the opening, you know, the, the Marvel credits to the Marvel credits. Yeah. And then Nick Fury. That film is so well done. It's an amazing achievement of being able to tell this but also, story all over the place. And Endgame doesn't do it as well. It can't do it as well because of how much ground it has to cover. With this, with Far From Home versus Homecoming, it's apples to oranges in a way of how much Far From Home had to tell. The other one didn't. Did but it there feel were like, disappointments I had. Not disappointments. It just... Did it feel it, like this was a, a wrap-up Tony Stark film? No. It's, I think it's a film. It's a film that attempts to do what the first hour of Endgame does, which is explain the world as it is right then. In the terms of the first hour of Endgame, five years later, nothing's been fixed. World's still bad. They have to give you that kind of hour mm-hmm. before you get to. All right, now we got to start the time heist. With this, they're giving you as much as they can with the blip, and then they drop it. Yeah. Because it's given to you in the beginning, hey guys, guess what? Everybody Peter Parker knows, including Aunt May, all blipped. Yep. So everybody's the same. Which everybody's I... cool. And then the, sec- the, 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 the second thirds, the, the, the last two thirds of the film, it doesn't seem to matter. They right. go to a Europe that looks exactly the same. Um, only one other person in their class got blipped. And it was he was out of their class, well, and now he's in the class. Bear, whatever. He, the, he he went on the trip. That's what I'm saying. But you saw there's other one people other blip person within the in, school. There's one other person that the blip means something to in the course of the entire film. Yes, and it's not even really brought up after that first scene. Mm-hmm. Correct. So the blip is super important, and yet it can't really be in this film for super long. There's nothing. They go to all these amazing cities in Europe. They look exactly the same. Apparently yes. the blip didn't affect Europe very much. Well, I mean, it, so maybe you did Thanos see, hated North America. <laughs> you did Thanos see like, though oh. that that in Venice there were some places that were kind of run down and re- no, being rebuilt. That's Venice. I know, but yeah. I mean, they, trust me, that's exactly what Venice looks like right now. And they so had the Da Vinci. You know, they had some things different. closed. Right. I, I get that. But Nothing's really different. so. It, it, it's it's something like that that I kind of look at and go, maybe they could have done more with that, but they probably did. I mean, it's it's a Peter Parker story. Right. When we discussed the thing about Black Panther two weeks ago or three weeks ago, I think that's a film that may deal more with this blip. I'm glad we have a name for it, too. Well, that, that was just what I was going to say. Because be there's a lot of so people... So much more important in a film like that, maybe, or maybe not. Maybe they just open it and, like, who cares? So there was sort of those things, and, and it just... For whatever reason, maybe because Mysterio doesn't become the villain until halfway through the film, so it's not as tight to me. I prefer Homecoming to Far From Home, but that's just an aesthetic thing. Um, I'm glad you mentioned the blip because online there were a lot of people that it was almost like at one point it was being split between why is it they changed it from being the snap to the blip? Well, not everybody knows it was it's a snap. A snap. Yeah. No, not everybody knows that. Well, no, the blip like, is the return. But they were calling it the, the, the when I blipped. Yeah, because know. those are the people that returned. Yeah. 
That's what the blip is. The blip I love is that when they, they came all back in the exact in. same place that they were. Yeah. So when Aunt May comes back, she's in her apartment, and they think that she was, you know, somebody else moved in. Yeah. yeah. The people in the, the, in the gym and yeah. everything, yeah. And the band and everything. So they did a good job of getting that info dump out of the way first. But yes, if, you, if, you, if I'm ranking it, it's I still put Homecoming over it. See, I enjoyed, for me, I enjoyed Homecoming. This one had it. a really good progression for Peter Parker to grow. The first one, you still see him. You still him seem, you, he, he grows. I kind of feel like it's still the same. This still isn't the Peter Parker that's kind of down on his luck and, oh, shucks. No. Everything works out. It works out fairly easily for him. Yeah. In the end, I mean, it's... He had more of a struggle in, Endgame, in Avengers than he did. I think that's part of the problem. The good thing with both of these films is that it isn't an origin story. Right. You get Peter, you get dropped into Peter in Civil War. Civil War introduces him all but seamlessly. He has a huge part in Infinity War. Mm-hmm. And so we've had four films with Peter Parker, but only two of them have been Spider-Man films. Five. He's had to carry... Well, yeah, he, that's right. He was at the end of end the game, but he just swings around for a little while. And that's part of, You have him like, this isn't... I don't want to do this. Like, Dude, you were just in a battle with an alien horde. You had the Infinity Gauntlet in your hand. Well, that's why, I'm you well, that's why I think he doesn't want to do it. But that's but why... No, but that's the thing is, he seems so overwhelmed by this. How is he overwhelmed? Mm-hmm. He went to space. He went to another planet. He fought a demigod. He got... He, he watched someone... You know, he's he he his mentor is, is he's with his mentor. Then he disappears. He comes back. Doctor Strange is there. He goes through a portal. He's up against thousands of alien troops and Chitauri and all this stuff. We've got a billion Avengers. Cap has a hammer. Thor's fat. Iron Man's back and gives him a big hug. He's got the gauntlet in his hand as he's going around trying to get it to somebody. He rode he gets a Pegasus. Saved. He gets saved by a bunch of different women. All of this happens, and then he's here, and it's like, oh, I can't believe there's a lava monster. What? Well, that's why. That's why when there's Fury a, there's says, a, "There's a comic a million years ago," um, it was Batman Alien, and it was a one shot. It was this prestige one shot, and it's like he goes to Area Fifty One, and there's an alien, and he can't believe it. I'm like, "You're on the Justice League. There's two aliens on it. Yeah. Why is this? This doesn't make any sense." So that, that there's a little disingenuous. You can't put him back in the bottle. But when 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 Fury says, "Bitch, please, you've been to space," that's like that sums up right yeah, there. Yeah, but it doesn't change anything. No. No, Peter still I does. I get that he wants he's to still st- be with his, his class. I, I get all of that, but it's the sense of being overwhelmed with this type of thing. But do and you also think the it, fact that the, the trusting... But the bit, loss of, of, of Tony, you know, on top of that, is what I think was really the the motivating factor of him not wanting to I'm get back into I'm not saying it's the it. not wanting. It's the feeling overwhelmed. Like, yeah. oh, I can't believe this is happening. You yeah. don't? You fought a dude who literally made half of the universe disappear. Right. Did... You know, it, 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 it's, uh, checkout time is over. You're one of like you're ten in, you're, you're humans in the that have been to another yeah, planet. It's, it's it's nothing, you know. Um. Um. And I'm not saying I don't like the film. That's, that's not what I'm saying. It's right. Not there. I just, it's just not your. It's not. Here's you know, the ranking part. of Spider-Man films. It's not number one. Here's the hard part because Far From Home and uh, Homecoming both do an amazing job in telling a Spider-Man story. Oh yeah. And so when you look at them side by side, to me, it's hard to distinguish which one is better. Because I really enjoyed both of them. As I said, if, if, if I put both of them together, I'm giving Michael Keaton's Vulture and yeah. those two scenes. But here's the, here's the other thing for me. Because I, I really like that scene you're talking about in Homecoming with M- Michael Keaton. 
But the thing that did it for me for Far From Home, which is why the reason why I say it's, well, you know, a little bit higher up than Homecoming for me, is that whole sequence with Mysterio and uh, the illusions that he's playing with Spider-Man. I loved that. It was, it was everything that brought Mysterio for me, remembering it back in the day. You mean the exposition of, of him telling his people, you know, the congratulating? No, the fight. No, the fight. The, the fight. The, like, you the know, office, with office. all the little illusions and then the zombie Iron Man and all yeah. that stuff. That all playing into, you know, just messing with Spider-Man. It was done so well. That, that was a train. Yeah. yeah. And he's okay. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, now I know why he could fight Thanos. He got hit by a train and he's fine. <laughs> But for me, that was my favorite part of the movie because of how well it was done. And I think that one kind of raises it a little bit above Homecoming for me. It's funny. I was watching that. Put it with the Netherlands. I just started watching a bunch of um, the SNL ones with uh, Fallon. It's uh, Nassim Pedro. She was just like, you know. The kid in class that was was the dare one. Like, I want to get some candy. And I was like... Big day for the Netherlands. <laughs> yeah. The whole point of the Netherlands is like a, a postcard for how great the Netherlands are. Except they couldn't beat France in the World Cup last year. Damn, <laughs> no, the Netherlands thing was pretty good. I, I just kept thinking, just you're not that far, very far. Go to New a- uh, Asgard. You, you know, right there. Just go to New Asgard. They'll get you back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what kind of just puts it over the top from Homecoming for me. I, I enjoyed that a lot more than really anything else that homecoming brought in they i i think they did a great job with the story they wanted to tell because it was so like throughout the film they kept telling you how absurd this story that Mis- the mysteria was telling to make sure you know everybody believed him they kept telling you how absurd it was and how many holes it had in it you know and at one point and i still don't know and the two times i i went to the, saw it I I still didn't hear... They, everybody's saying that when Fury is telling Peter about Mysterio, he says he's not from your Earth in the film. In the trailer, he says not from our Earth. But they, supposedly that was like a big hole, or a big like wink nod to the camera that, hey, I'm not actually Fury. Well, that's, that's something to get in way later. Yeah. Um, the... What I thought they did well in terms of Peter's experience was that idea that he's so quickly accepting of a multiverse right. idea because he's like, I went to space. I went. I came to a dude with a bunch of crystals that made the. Well, also, he's a kid, so he's a little well, bit more the naive. Idea that all of them. So that's yeah. But even everybody that, on that Earth. Everybody else were to believe it. Yeah. Is with everything they've been through, this doesn't sound that far fetched. If Mysterio yeah. shows up and he's able to do these things, and is able to trick everybody, that his explanation for what these creatures are and who he is and how he can fight him because I'm from a different planet that got destroyed by these same things is not far-fetched to the people of Earth because, again, We've people of Earth one. have now seen aliens inv- invade twice. Yeah. And the people in that room, if, you, if they were the people in that room, knew that aliens have, aliens have come to our Earth three times. Yeah. At right. least, if not more. So that was done really well. Um, Mysterious exposition, to me... Was done. Gosh darn it! I had a point right in the middle of that, and now I can't remember. To me, Mysterio's exposition of how, of his origin, basically, uh, you know, the the villain turn, could have gone so wrong, and I think that the way they did it, it came across. Oh, that was my point. Very well done. When they his his explanation is the Vulture's explanation. Yes, I mean it's the same thing. It's like I'm just trying to take care of some of these people. 
Right. Trying to take care of the people. But well, I mean, well, but the to vulture, bring you get the to people see. back. Oh, the vulture thing. You knew it. It was yeah. he was doing what he was because he's taking care of his people that didn't get paid for the cleanup in New right. York. In this case, to have the actor from Iron Man yes. come back and the person in the background, I was like, "Wow, that's awesome." That was done very well. Yeah. I love that. And so, and, and it makes sense. It's all the people that have been jilted by. Tony's always going to be a big part of this universe. Yes. And I think as we go forward, we're going to see Cap be a big part of this universe too. Mm-hmm. In the idea that what he started, he has a global company that did stuff that nobody else did. Of course, people within that company would have been screwed. Right. That's the, that's the plot of Iron Man 3. Yes. It's the plot of Iron Man 2 with Hammer just basically being like, well, it's we kind of the together. plot of Iron Man 1. It's kind of the plot of Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> Tony makes his own demons. I mean, when and, Tony well, decides... That's the big thing. It's Tony makes his own demons, and they're still here. Yes. They still affect our, our world because Mysterio and his crew are all ex-Stark employees or mm-hmm. people that Stark, you know, turned away for the the advances that they had made and, and whatever. So it, it, it's, you know, Iron, the people that are just like, oh, it's just all about Iron Man. I said, Iron Man's the, a huge part of this, this franchise, this world. He's right. the first mm-hmm. one... He's the one that got rid of the secret identities, but you know, basically didn't even have it start. Well, and that's why I kind of think there. that this was kind of a wrapping up. When, you, the, the, when they say this is the ending of Phase 4... See, that's still BS to me. It really is. I just, like, it's well, not, the it's not really four. the end of Phase 4 because you still have Loki. The, the TV series of Loki. In terms of movies, it being the, the end of Phase 4 is Endgame. I, I know oh, Kevin yeah. Feige is just like, oh, but it's like, no. The end of Phase 4 is, is Endgame because you're starting a new... Yeah. A new phase in which the blip is something. Yes. The people coming back is something. Tony's death, spoilers, is something from six months ago. Uh, Cap's quote-unquote death is something. <laughs> more people of the world know there's a lot more aliens than we thought. Yes. We've been invaded twice by the Chutari and other aliens. Well, actually, three times because Wakanda, too. Uh-huh. So, you know, it's all of that's kind well, of out of the bag. More than that, because... You see, the beginning of Infinity War, there's a quote-unquote invasion of New York. Where well, I just put that all as okay. one thing. Um, uh, I just lost my point. Going to space. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't see anything in Spider-Man that made it seem like, yeah, this ends at Phase 4. I agree with you. For me, Endgame was the end of Phase 4. Yeah. Because I didn't see anything it in Spider-Man like this that... Res- would... This resets Spider-Man's life and... Yeah. It shows you a bit of the pieces that reset Earth because of yeah. the blip piece. When you get to the end of Endgame, there is a new paradigm of Earth. Yes, people have come back. Yeah, all of a sudden, you know, we talked about it when we were talking about Black Panther. Wakanda is what? Where did all these people come from? Oh crap! We have to find homes for all of them. Well, especially you if know. they blip in from where they That's were. That's what I mean. It's a new paradigm. May's apartment is gone. Right. Somebody else has it. Peter's classmates conveniently all blip at the same time. I'm surprised they didn't make a comment about that. I was shocked they didn't make a comment. At least at the very at some point to have Ned and or MJ and Peter go like, man, I got, I'm glad we got blipped together. That was that's cool. I'm so glad. Like if I got if Flash I got if I got blipped, yeah, whew, you know <laughs> that you got blipped because it'd be really weird if I came back at 16 and MJ's 21. MJ's 21. <laughs> It's like you can go to jail, <laughs> but yeah, no, that was because that they did. They kept addressing everything in that movie of like uh, things that would be obvious to the audiences. Why can't you guys realize? Like Peter always slipping off. You know, no one has ever said anything. You get somebody finally going. 
Wait, does anybody realize where Peter's going? What's going on with that? No, well, that's the thing with MJ. Is like, yeah, I've been watching you. <laughs> right, but <laughs> but to have but to me, this one thing of, hey, you know what? Why didn't we all we all blip together? Was there some kind of because we had a connection to each other? You know what was it that caused us all to blip? No, it's the, all it's all random and dispassionate. Thanos says it. Except all of them in their school were bunched together. Not all of them. One guy didn't make it. One guy. <laughs> so apparently, we don't, know, we don't know what happened to the principal. Maybe the principal. Apparently, didn't. that is Talos at the end of uh, Endgame now. Why would it be him? The scroll. Why? Because when you see Peter walk into the the school, everybody, you know, the one of the Easter eggs was that oh, was Ben. Why? Why did what miss would confirm it? Because he's Nick Fury, basically. Because of the end movie. spoiler. Okay. There's so not if spoiler. He's Nick Fury, why would he be the president? Why would he be? The well, he could still. I mean, he could. He wasn't always Nick Fury there, because you know. It, it, okay, so what happens to the principal when he's not the principal? It's maybe not the like, principal. Not, not like the principal disappears for three weeks. Maybe the principal did. Maybe the principal. Maybe blipped. it's not him. Could be. Maybe during that five maybe, years. Maybe they, sure, maybe looks like he it. was on set when they're like, "Hey, let's put somebody in the background." Hey, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's up, bro? Can you do that for me? Cool. What's the plot of Far From Home? Ah, oh, crap. Because, again, you don't, you don't know. Right, It could right. be something where that was something that the Kevin Feige and the makers of Far From Home decided to do in their story. Sure. And the Russo brothers didn't know. Well, even, like, the, the writers for uh, Far From Home said they were only given three points from Endgame to write their story on. Like, we're only going to tell you what happens at three points in this movie for you to write your movie based Assuming on Assuming one of them is the Tony Todd. Yes, one of them was... <laughs> yeah, one of them was... Uh, Tony just shows up in the well, movie. That was, Tony wait, and Natasha's dad. Well, that was Tony what was. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal said. He said, for a year and a half, oh. I had to keep it a secret that mm-hmm. Tony Stark died. He goes, it was yeah. really weird. And I wasn't, he 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 goes, and I wasn't even in that movie. He must have been pissed when he saw that movie. He was like, yeah. damn, I already know what happened. Um, was there anything in this in this movie that shocked you? I don't want to say shock. The, the, the end scene yeah. with Fury was, oh, okay. I wouldn't. Didn't see it coming? No. It was like when, they, when they, they, they're in the thing and like, all right, we got to tell them. I was like, what the hell are they talking Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah. But and it, it, it explains other... why. It, to me, it's almost like they wrote themselves in a corner. I'm like, how are we going to get out of this? Nick Fury is actually not on Earth. We'll use a scrawl, so that way the scrawl is believable. Or that what, he believes. What corner would they put in it? Because of, you have Nick Fury in this, and Nick Fury obviously would have figured out that well, Mysterio... My, to me, he's in contact with Fury, and Fury doesn't figure it out. No, because no, the way, the, that the way they have it sound is like, oh, we got Peter because we didn't know how to take care of this. Yes. He was Nick Fury, and this Mysterio came up to him with this situation oh, okay. and he's like oh uh, uh where's spider-man yeah spider-man well no help no, no. us help us it with wasn't this. fury that mysterio got fury to help out because he found out that tony was that tony was leaving him the uh edith yeah and well no that's what i'm saying is that they that's why that's why found Myst- out that- that's why mysterio went to fury for help because fury was going mm-hmm. was in charge but of wasn't- giving no, at the end of it, well, at the end of it, Talos and, and well, he says he says I've got to tell you. She no, says no, no, you've no, got no, to tell what, Fury. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about him getting the glasses. Oh, the way that they said it was really sweet of you. Like it wasn't Tony that gave it to him. No, they found because they even say in there because Jonah Hall says 
during his uh, his his speech and his toast and thanking everybody, the chick that is steaming his cape, he says, "And thanks for to you for finding out that that that, that wimpy kid was going to be getting Edith instead of you know Shield or something." He he says it in there to her that she's it sounded the one like who, later that the idea I mean it's it's almost a it was almost a, a callback to me to the original Avengers in that he had Edith but it was Fury that made the decision to give it to Peter. No, it was well, in within mm-hmm. that speech he says to he says that say it within the speech that finding out doesn't mean that it's Tony that gives it to him. Well, the weird thing is I think if it was really Fury he wouldn't have given them Parker because he would have known I can't give this to a kid. Yeah, from Fury. But that's why it's not Fury as in Fury. It's Talos who, uh, okay, yeah, you know, this sounds right to me. Sure, I'll, I'll make this decision. He's going to need help, so give him the glasses. Yeah. yeah. This guy's a hero, man. I just saw what he could do. He, you know, he. Yeah. Sort of wonder where that leads, though. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I was wondering. Did you get that reveal? And I was like, oh, is this the Skrull's Run Sword? Okay. But where is this going to fit? Well, that's what everybody was saying is, is this the induction of Sword? Of sword? Well, it, it's, in a way, it's kind of, Sword was the idea when it came out. It was like, what if S.H.I.E.L.D. was pointed outwards? Right. You know, S.H.I.E.L.D. in their helicarrier is pointed back towards the Earth. They're trying to take care of the Earth. Right. Sword was in their satellite pointed out to make sure that things don't come to Earth. Yes. So, you you have the end and, and, it's, and it's, it's manned by... Scrolls and stuff like that. Yeah, which is really so weird. You're sort of like, okay, maybe that fits in Eternals or something like that. But we're 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 also missing the mid screen part, which is the part I thought that was the part that crazy. got me. Well, I was, I was saving that because I I, I don't consider that an Easter egg. It's gonna conf- it's not an Easter egg. It's gonna confuse a lot of moms and dads. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's gonna confuse a lot of well that did. That means those other films are a part of this. It's, oh yes. Why is Tobey Maguire not? What happened to Tobey? Well, see, in the why multiverse, not, why is Tobey not here? In the multiverse, J. Jonah Jameson stays the same. Oh, he just loses his hair. Well, but we don't. We're not saying there's a multiverse. No, I know. But that's even the whole though, point of this thing is that it doesn't confirm that there's a multiverse. Correct. Correct. And that's what I, I, I called that. I said, I don't think that there is a multiverse. I said, I think this was Mysterio's way to try to get... I said that I thought it would be try to get Peter to believe that he could save Tony, in a way. But I just, it was just playing it, on him. Once hit. it came out that that's what it was supposed to be, I said, no, it's not. It's Mysterio. Yeah. Everything with Mysterio is a lie. Right. But I, I, I knew... Devil I knew he was Mysterio. I knew he was using that to get to Peter, but I didn't know how he was using it. And instead of using it for a Tony-type thing, he used it to play into Sp- Spider-Man's nerd. You know, his his his, his feeling of the universe his, and his naivety. intelligence. Is that a word? Naivety? Naivety. Because he's still a young kid, so yeah, it's something that's well, yeah, believable. I mean, but, you know? but if you notice, Spider-Man well, yeah, and Parker takes, was the one who explained how... If you have a multiverse, how it screws things up. No. You know, how the the way that they, the yeah, physics ask, looks. Just up. ask DC Comics. Yeah. Like, hey, why do we have a Batman who shoots people in 1940 and we have one who doesn't use a gun? I know. Huh. One's on Earth 1, one's on Earth 2, and then another one's on Earth 6, and then Earth X, and then Earth's and then Earth's, and they're like, holy crap, there's way too many Earths. But then a lot of people online... <laughs> and they crushed it, and then they did 52, and they're like, hey, there's 52 Earths again. 
Right. Well, everybody on Reddit and online were saying, yeah, but see, he uses the 616. So he know Mysterio must know. So the, see, the 616 is an Easter egg. Yes, that's it is. That's the thing that it, that's an Easter egg. It's a call out to something that's and in existence. And he said he was on World 332, which was another uh, Earth in which the... That's where the um, elementals come from. No, the elementals were originally from... No, it's the one where Spider-Man 3 is good. That's the <laughs> okay. Vulture, where Sam Raimi gets to make his Vulture film instead of a Venom film. Um, yeah. Speaking of Easter eggs, uh, apparently the license plate or street sign in Venice is... Uh, There's a few of them. ASM, the first issue of Hydro Man. Well, you figure out the sign. I think it's in New York. Phase 1, 2, 3, it, and 4. And waiting to see what we have coming. What, that's some question about that. If it's phase one, two, three, because it said phase, it said one, two, three, question mark, see what's coming. It could be or phase four. Everybody's saying it could phase be phase four, four, or it could be saying, well, there's going to be more than three Spider Man films. I said it could be for the Sinister Six. No. I We've didn't. already had three fil- villains. It, it's listed as phases. It's just an Easter egg for like, hey, this starts. Because there's a lot of things it could be. I thought, I thought, mate, because we go we've had three villains. Too many people go way too into. <laughs> it brings the work out. Sam Raimi's coming back because his middle name, if you change it, it becomes Phase, <laughs> and the numbers things, and they go here, and they're writing all that. You look like Winona Ryder on the freaking stage at the Oscars. Huh? Oh yeah. What? He's all the things one of my favorite gifts ever. It's simply a nod to the Phase number. Um, That's yeah. it. And then don't the, overthink it. Fury's license plate in Prague was uh, the Amazing Spider-Man when Molten Man first appears. Yeah, there's also the thing in... There was something that was on the trailer. One of the boards or something in Venice is the, the Hydro-Man first appearance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, there were a, a bunch of those. That's and Easter. It's having a those are, character right. introduced and it happens to be played by the same actor that played in the two rounds ago of Spider-Man films is not an Easter egg. Correct. It's confusion. It's it's a, it's a great understand. way to, it's a great way to bring him back because yeah. he really is the best person to play JJ. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, it's just like the reason that they brought uh, Dame Judi Dench to play M in the Daniel Craig film Correct. was when they got together for that first film. Like, there's nobody else who could play M. Yeah. Right. She's perfect. That's why they used her in all of the. Did you like that the Daily Bugle is a internet tabloid? It has to be. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was a, a well, great the, way yeah, to It has to be because two-thirds of the theater is going to be like, what the hell's a paper? A, a newspaper? That's what, what it newspaper? is. Yeah, newspapers are all but dead, essentially, now. Everything's well, no, done. Dead. They just charge old people a hell of a lot of money to keep the subscription because old people yeah. don't want to go to the thing. But, um, but yeah. But that, that, to me, was the only thing that really surprised me, and I thought that was a really great scene. One, seeing uh, J.K. Simmons back because, you know, I loved him. In the other side, Spider-Man movies is Jay Jonah. See, I thought you would. I, w- I thought you would have liked the Anchorman on the TV screen. You know, for the news, the real news. He's been an Anchorman in Iron Man, uh, Iron Man Three, Daredevil, Punisher. Okay. He, he uh, Agents of Shield. There's, there's Why would I? He, he's the, he he's the only one that's crossed over everything. Good right. for him. I know. I, I thought he was over between. I thought that was memorable a, enough for me to remember. I thought that was a great thing. A little. JK that's Simmons a nice one. It was for me. It was just like, wow, they actually made that choice yeah. rather than going with somebody new. Yes. Which I'm, I'm glad they did because again, he's for what you, when you think of JJ, 
and you put him into a real you know life he's like yeah jk simmons totally fits yeah but it does unfortunately in people that are way overthinking it or people that don't understand it massive confusion i think that's why they left him bald instead of putting the hair you know doing the jj hair because he blipped from one universe <laughs> oh, I thought that too yeah. universe. Um, I want to know now is every Spider-Man movie going to end with the what the and cut because that's how this one ends that's how Homecoming ends and I'm really curious to see if the next one ends like that that's how Homecoming ends yeah because yeah. uh, May finds out because May goes that's right, May that's says right, that's it right, that's right. Um, speaking of May how bloody hot is she <laughs> oh my god at home did anyone else find the the May happy thing kind of a little creepy in a way? No, it was awesome. They're both adults. I know, both but it was kind of... Age. I kind of was feeling what Peter was feeling. I was like, really? Yeah, Peter's feeling because that's his aunt. Yeah. and that's the guy I just found it weird because it's like, oh, well, Happy's like, well, Tony's out of the picture now, so maybe I could go ahead and swing right in. I love the fact that the, another Easter egg is they kept his password, password yeah. from... <laughs> you're know, the head of he, security and your password is password he's, that's what tony said to him yeah um <laughs> another another easter egg oh, is that when he's swinging before he picks up it's either before he picks up um mj or after no because after he immediately is on the, on the street post yeah so before he picks up and he flies through the building you see it on the the the, the the trailer now that says, you know, Spider-Man number one, and he flies through it, that's Stark Tower being under new ownership. And they haven't said who the new ownership was, but they were saying it was being rebuilt by its new owner, which could have either be one of two things. It could be turning it into the Baxter building, or it could be, and Ethan said this one, and I didn't think about this, it could be Osborne that, that buys the building. You sort of wonder what Stark did in the five years in between. Because he still obviously has a lot of money. Yeah. In Endgame. Just sold. He if, he sell, if he sold Stark Tower to, to Osborne, that would make a lot of sense because... We also wonder if he sold Stark Industries. True. Well, no, he doesn't. Pepper still runs it. So Pepper's still running Stark Industries when after the blip. Yeah, but they, so, they sold Stark Tower because remember he because in Homecoming you remember Homecoming, they were they were moving, moving all out. the stuff out because of the they were selling it. That was the whole thing where the Vulture hijacked the place. I thought he was just sending the stuff to Shield because he didn't want it in the tower. No, he says he, he says was that leading that the he tower. He's selling, selling the tower because they made the new Avengers facility. So he's like, this is no longer Avengers Tower. So because they would say moving day and yeah yeah, and that was the whole thing with. Where Vulture basically hijacks the plane yeah, with all of Tony's stuff. <laughs> um, no, I mean there was there was so many little things throughout this film. Uh, I love the idea of taking him out in New York, you know, and not having him fly through the streets or fly through, swing through the streets of New York until now it'll be Spider-Man Three where that happens. Maybe mm-hmm. Spider-Man Three takes place on the moon. But even just waiting till the end. The cosmic face. But even waiting till the end of this one for him to swing through New York was really cool. Was, I think uh, you know this is the fifth film we've seen with him, and we haven't seen him swing through Manhattan, you know, in through downtown New York. You haven't seen a sequence. I mean, in Homecoming, he swings through parts of no, New York. No, he doesn't. He's in the boroughs the whole time. 
he does fight the bank robbers, aren't they in Manhattan? No, they're he. The bank robbers are actually just down the street from him. They're they're still in Queens. The only time he gets close is when he's at the Brooklyn Bridge when he, he goes onto the ferry. They could also say the video that Tony shows him him fighting for the start with it might be in New York, like in New York proper. No, because remember up until then he he was a friendly neighborhood. He stayed within his neighborhood. He didn't go. Ken, don't overthink it. So okay. sure. <laughs> but but no they they uh, that scene is better speaking. because it's it's a realistic interpretation of how picking up the girl you like and going through the middle flying all over the place unlike Superman oh this is great yeah no Lois would be like put me down what the what are you doing put me down get me down what do you do? Me. no wonder why Margot Kitty went crazy because she was taken up into the air by this strange <laughs> alien dude flying around. Well, even even going, Kirsten Dunst is uh, yeah, oh, Mary this Jane. is great. No, it's not. You're not in control of anything. To have what? her, it's not Disneyland. He's not on a rail. They don't. He doesn't follow OSHA. He's just swinging through. You her hair was going to run out of webs. Is. He ran out of webs before. He runs. Oh, that didn't work. Sorry, I can take a hit by a train going 200 miles an hour. MJ can't. You're going to die. Well, you I'll be see fine. When they fly over that, when they swing over that one building, and he kind of almost like loses her, and you know, he, and he's swinging. You see him grab her as they go, mm. you know, behind the building. But what was great was she came down. Her hair was a mess, and she's like, "No, never again. Yeah. Never doing that again. Never. Yeah. Whereas you know, when Kristen Dunst came down the first time, her hair was all nice and neat, and she was like, "Remember when everybody hated her? <laughs> Who, uh, MJ? Yeah, Zendaya." <laughs> Uh, I, I think, don't like this joint. She's wrong for the Little Mermaid. I mean, MJ. I think her figuring out he's Spider Man was well done. Even though in it was a way, like, I wish they hadn't done it in this film. But. No, it's kind of hard not to when he keeps dissing and disappearing. He was like, "Look, I was in the, I was in Washington." You have with a them. dude with a glove with crystals just made half the universe disappear. You can suspend the disbelief that maybe they don't figure it out right away. We do, we just we want to take apart films, so, and I've done it too, where I'm just saying like, well, that? that doesn't make any sense because it's a film. I don't even remember which one. I don't even remember what I was talking about online the other day. That even I just blew up my own argument in the middle. Like, well, in the middle of the film, I don't understand why they just don't do this. You know, it's a Jurassic Park thing. Oh no, the the car's about to fall in the tree. Go sideways. Yeah. Why do you keep trying to climb <laughs> that climb down? There's branches to the left and to the right. Yeah. Just go. Well, that sucked. Yeah, I'm glad we we're in under that. All right, go, let's to go the down other, really slow. Climb around to the other side of the tree. Also, the fact that the T Rex apparently has a 60 foot gait because of how it, <laughs> it reaches with its leg from this other side of nowhere to where it is. Um, but it, it's, I mean, I guess every time we have to go through a film where MJ knows who he is and he's going to whatever. Oh, no, I don't want to do it. I'm hoping we're not going through the film of. What I do puts everybody in danger. Which obviously you're going to because of what happens. Well, at the end. yeah, because you know, spoiler: everybody finds out Peter Parker's Spider-Man. I said that we walked out of it, and I'm like, well, there, there's a couple easy ways to get get out of this. Yeah. The first one, the easiest way is, hey, uh, Nick Fury slash uh, Mr. Skrull, can you come stand beside me as Spider-Man? Yeah. You know, or actually, you know, well, what? I better yet, again, stand as go to school as me as Peter Parker, and I'll be Spider Man. Again, people will just if we overanalyze it, people won't believe that. Yeah, we've seen that, in, in our, and we, we don't believe it. 
We don't think the moon landing happened. Right. It was digitally altered in 1969. Yeah. They had digital, they had CGI <laughs> back then. It was done on a soundstage. They were puppets. It's never actually been done. Buzz Aldrin never saw the earth from the sky. He's also not crazy. Uh, well. <laughs> Buzz Aldrin's crazy. I know. Um, wouldn't you be if you went to the moon? And My name is Buzz. No, because nobody else is crazy. <laughs> Neil Armstrong was a freaking senator. No, he's seen No, some... John Glenn was a senator. John Glenn, yeah. But John Glenn didn't go to the moon. No, he's the first man in space. Yes. It's going to the moon that makes you crazy. Or being the first man on the moon. It's because you didn't go to the moon. Right. You went crazy because you had to hold the secret for 450 years. Um, That'd be amazing. Comes out on the day like, we didn't go. He's on his deathbed. We never made it. Not on his deathbed. He comes out on July 20th, 2019 on the 50th anniversary. Next weekend. And says, I didn't go. We didn't do it. So the soundstage was out. Neil Armstrong is a damn liar. Let me me show you the soundstage. Jim Lovell is a damn liar. We didn't go to the moon. That's actually what Area 51 is. That's the soundstage where they built oh, it. That's why everybody's trying to storm it. That's why everybody's trying to storm it. I love the fact... One of my friends... is Someone on Twitter, an artist on Twitter... This is a total aside. So for those of you who don't know... Area 51 really? This has trending. nothing to do with Spider-Man? No. Area 51 is trending because a bunch of people got... It's like 400,000 interested or going or whatever on social media is going to storm Area 51 because, quote, they can't stop us all. <laughs> so an artist on Twitter said, why the F is Area 51 tra- tra- uh, trending? Chris Johnson, who's a friend of mine, who's a co-worker, he put, because they think they're not going to get shot. I put afterwards, breaking news, they're all going to get shot. Yeah. And as I said later, I said, how... I says to Mabel's, I says... I says to Mabel. How stupid are you to... Go to a, a top-secret facility that is secured and guarded by the most lethal killing force in the history of mankind. Yeah. The United States military kills people better than anyone ever has at any time in the history of mankind. I suddenly see and Trump standing there. you're going to run towards the gates, <laughs> and you're going to tell them... When you're going to do it. Yeah. Well, that's, this is, is going to end really well. It's going to be the day say, after. Someone else said it's like, well, they don't have enough bullets to stop them. Up. Newsflash, yes, they do. Because <laughs> you told them when they're going to be there. And I said, you just want a colonel out there with a microphone. Attention, people at the gates. You you realize we have tanks, right? Uh, we have, you we hear have, that? We those, are, those are assault choppers. Attack calc- They have missiles. Big fireball. You're still coming. And they're coming with the Naruto run with their hands behind them. <laughs> that was a great... Did you see the, the, the map that they put together of like how they're going to make the formation? It's like anti-vaxxers. But see... And, and, you know, because... Furries! I love the other people that put on Area 51. So there's this nice big medieval wall. There was a woman on his like, get, get me a cute alien boyfriend, yo. You know, or bring me back a cute alien boyfriend, yo. It was, it's, but the great it's thing. It's so amazing that there's enough people. And as I said at the time, there was 200,000 interest, you know, I'm yeah. going. And I said, with the precedent of social media interest versus showing up. Right. I can, conv- I can confidently said at least four people will show. Maybe five. <laughs> because we've had something like 3,000 people put in going to one of our sales. I've never had 3,000 individual people show up at a sale. I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love to have 3,000 people show But it's just everyone <laughs> just hits going so that they get updates or whatever. Yeah. And this is 
But the oh. best part of this whole setup that they did for their for their ranks and whatnot is that... Well, I they, think that's somebody that's doing yeah, it. Yeah, no. There are people that are seriously trying to put this together. Yeah. And then it, it's, the, it's the potato salad kid. The, the best part is behind the mountain, the color code for that one is all the rest of us who will get in safely. <laughs> <laughs> because they've killed everybody else. One of the funny things with it is I saw that I so, saw something about it. So where it are you going to be? Do you have to And as you're scrolling, it has one of those games where you set up a bunch of soldiers and then a bunch of yeah. other color soldiers and they all get shot. And I thought this isn't this isn't a coincidence. They bought it's like anytime we see the word Area 51 on Facebook, we want our ad right after that scroll. So as you're going up like, "Oh yeah, that's what it's going to look like." As you're just running towards the gates and a bunch of people are just I want to know how they're going to line up. Do you line up as far as where you signed up as you were going? So that way, you know, no, if you were number on one. what category you're in. If there was you're someone... a furry, if you're an anti-vaxxer, if you're a Karen. <laughs> Karen. Uh, there was one. There's a picture any, of someone. Uh, you know, he, had a, he has a thing. and it's, it's me running away from Area 51 with the Venom symbiote, yo. And it's, you know, uh, Venom running in the <laughs> desert. <laughs> like, that's amazing. Uh, talk about far from home. These people are far from <laughs> far from yeah. Um, anything else about the film that you really enjoyed or didn't, or was there you know? I know we're gonna do our. our we're going it's a to cute eighties film, love story. Oh, I fall in love. And he says, mm. <laughs> and he says mm. you know, and remember when we all we all you know everyone hated Zendaya. But the other didn't thing you hate Zendaya when it first came out? <laughs> I thought she wasn't appropriate for Mary Jane. Yeah, you're wrong. Uh-oh. I, but I, I love the fact that one of them are Kyle's. What? I'm sorry. What? I think I think dogs are barking. Kyle's with Monster Energy Buff Fist. <laughs> Monster Energy what? Buff. There was Monster word Energy after buff. buff. Monster! <laughs> Let me see the phone. Jesus Christ! God Almighty, Ethan's broken. It's crying. <laughs> oh, Kyle's with Monster Energy Buff plus ten Berserk, Rock Throwers, Naruto Runners. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, I love they have a. Uh, there's someone that did a GIF of Gandalf when he when he comes down the hill in the in the Battle of. Uh, uh, the Hell Battle of Helm's Deep, uh, the storming of Area 51. That's that's great. <laughs> storming Area 51 memes were created by Area 51 just to capture some humans for their experiments. <laughs> that's good too. Oh man! So Spider Man. Instead of storming Area 51, they should storm Cheyenne Mountain and use the Stargate. <laughs> that's good. I think Spider Man should storm Area 51. He's probably the only one that could get through. Or it. take all the Spider-Man cosplayers. <laughs> Storming Area 51 starter pack. Ambulance, flowers, headstone, and coffins. <laughs> uh. I'm telling you, I was at Anime Con. I think I mentioned this last time. <laughs> and there were more Spider-Man cosplayers yep. than anime cosplayers. Yep. It was crazy. Of course, it was you know July Fourth, and it was Spider-Man two days after. Somewhere around there. Well, that's what I said. I said there's been a Spider-Man anime. Yeah. Well, it didn't the live action TV show first start in Japan? No, there was a there was a Japanese the, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. <coughs> Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Dudes who drink White Claw. 
Furies. People with anime profile pictures really heavily armed, headed towards really heavily armed guards, and then the rest of us sneaking in safely from behind. <laughs> <laughs> the furries are going to throw them off. Uh-huh. Oh, that's uh, so back to Kyle. Spider-Man. Oh, let's talk about Kyle with a buff plus ten. <laughs> plus ten plus berserk. Ten buff plus ten berserk. There you go. I just wanted him to be able to say it. Um, uh, I know we're gonna, in two weeks we're going to do our... Uh, we're hopefully going to do. We're hopefully going to do our. That's been uh, an interesting experience. What ranking them? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I know that there's always ranks and everything. We always see the. You know, we talk privately about the way that a lot of these like other a secret. We talk privately. No, but I mean off the air about how these <laughs> other other sites and podcasts and stuff rank their their favorite Marvel films. But they they don't really do it by a point system, where you know. No, the, point the, system, the, no. The, 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 in order, yes. In order to get an accurate. What I wanted to do is just twenty three films. Is everyone to do one to twenty three, and then I want everybody's list, and then we'll come up with a consensus nerdables ranking, right? Based off of the hopefully five people that will be here. <coughs> that have you seen them all? Yes. Okay. Good. Um, they knew at one point you had. That's why like Iron Man Two was like your number one film. I was like, but you haven't seen any of them. <laughs> no, uh, I've seen I've seen every okay. one. I think Doctor Strange was the only one that I, I saw when it came out to the DVD. I didn't see it in the theater. I thought you didn't see DVD. It was in the theater. Yeah. You still get DVD? Yes. Blu-ray technically is still a DVD, because you know when uh, when iTunes shuts down and they delete all your movies, <laughs> they go away. I, I got it on the on the the vocoder. <laughs> to watch it um, so we'll have a consensus kind of nerdables in terms of the five of us to, to figure out kind of, it's just sort of an interesting thing to see where it ranks where the consensus would be because I think in, in, in the case where I wanted everybody to, to send it to me without sending it to anybody else I think more surprising than what's at the top ends up being what's at the bottom right that's the to me I think the more interesting thing will mm. be where people put stuff at the bottom because between what hopefully five of us, if Mikey and Sebastian are able to do it, I think a lot of our top fives and tens are eight of the same films. Pretty close. You know, and then that sort Probably. of thing. So. I, I, you're not, our top five will probably be closer than some of the others. Because I already know what. Mm, I don't think it will, actually. You, your number one and my number one, I think, are the same. Yeah, that's probably going to be everybody. Iron Man 2. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we're all three. three the same, right? Iron Man three because actually, I think I, I think our bottom three are pretty much the same. Okay, so anyways, we're gonna wrap things up. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com/slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show, and we're on Instagram as Nerdables. So for Chris and Ethan, I'm already saying we will talk to you next week. <laughs>